Boom, just like that, the show starts, Bobby. You like that? We're here. We'll just get right into it. It's the only way to do it. Yeah. Speaking of getting into it, you brought a cast of characters here today. Well, you know, only for the best, John, only for the best. <laughs> I like it. And you're, and I should note that your family's in town, your dad's in town, Vegas, for the first time, and you're here. What are you doing? Well, when you want to go to Thailand and kick people in the face, you got to make sacrifices, John. Okay. Yeah. So I like we're it. here. I'm super excited. I yeah, like we got it. some great guests today. Yeah. Who'd you uh, bring? We got, I don't know, Fight Circus, Dr. Octagon, we'll yes. say. Hey, we hey. say hey. And then we got King David MMA. You know uh, the vibes. Yeah, King David and I have been doing some good stuff together. He's uh, five and zero. Oh, yeah, uh, in his pro in record, the past and five fights with five first round finishes sent four people to the hospital, all after the age of forty years old. Yeah, I am aging in reverse. Let's go. I, I don't. I don't like to mention it a lot, but also Hulk Hogan's nephew. Yeah, why don't you like to mention it? I understand. I just but tell you know, the audience I, because you know he's his own man. Right. You know, I can relate. Yeah, I know you can. <laughs> Tony Orlando's you. son. If I had yes. a dollar for every time I'm introduced as Tony Orlando's son, I'd be really fucking rich. So, yeah, you so you, you definitely understand. Yeah. Well, it's an interesting dynamic, right? Because on one hand, you know, you love your father and, sure. you know, he's taught you a lot, I'm sure. Yeah. But on the other hand, you're an individual, right? So I can relate to that because as my uncle is the actor who plays Hulk Hogan, his name is Terry Bollea. Yeah. Like, I've got a lot of value out of being related to him in terms of, like, seeing what he was able to create from nothing. But at the same time um a lot of times if like i go win a fight people are like oh well it's easy you're hulk hogan's nephew and i'm like dude that guy was coming to kill me bro like <laughs> right. i had to fight him yeah. dude like yeah yeah so I'm funny sure. thing is i randomly true story have been on the same flight as him three different times all of them connecting through atlanta oh wow was yeah first class? yeah yep yep yeah okay yeah and you, got, uh, you guys have like a portal in Atlanta. Super nice. Another universe. He was so nice. First time was I was. Oh, with my I dad. thought you meant with your dad. You randomly ended up on the same flight. No, with, like, with Hulk Hogan. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. with Hulk Hogan. He's a, a large individual. He is. He's also he is. David's. He's also your uncle, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. You just you just tap it in now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've been throwing that one out there for a long time. He doesn't know it, but. Right. Yeah, that's like pretty it. cool. So five uh, five and oh, five first round finishes. All at, you're over the age of forty, right? So I'm eight and two in total as yeah. a professional, and then I have about ten amateur fights as well. But those were more pancreation style. Okay. And then um, I took a little leave of absence. Why? Because well, I got TKO twice, mm. and I'm a highly competitive individual. So I said this cannot stand, and I spent the next like six to six to seven years really doing nothing but stand up. Wow. Right. And I, I actually lived with my Muay Thai coach, Johnny Parsons, who signed to the UFC. Yep. And he and I would scrap no time limit in the garage, stand up only, until I was like, well, if I can stand in front of this guy who's bigger than me and has fought in Thailand, well, now I'm ready to get back in there. I got back in there, and I went on a winning streak. So it's five first-round finishes back to back to back to back. So Now, is the goal get back to the UFC or get to the UFC, I should say? I know you got, oh, you John, got, you John got, doesn't know. You oh. got cut from the... Uh, ultimate fighter right yeah so i was in the casting for ultimate fighter and the production and this most recent one yes sir okay so the the producers um i i get pretty animated after my fights and i yeah. start getting yeah. people throwing stuff at me and i go wild on the internet in general so they liked um, my audition and you know basically they were like dude you're our favorite pick they were pushing me forward, and then when the, the paperwork got across Sean Shelby's desk, he saw a 42 next to my name. And his explanation was that because he had put a 42-year-old on the previous season, and that guy got 
you know, molly whopped, yeah. that he's not doing it again, which I understand his job is fighter safety and to protect the fighters, yeah. you know, from ourselves in a lot of times. What he may, the information he may not have had is that I'm butchering people on the regional scene and, you know, four people did get hospitalized, right? right. So like people are like, oh, why are you fighting these guys on the local scene? You're way better. I'm like, that's my point sign me like let's right. get it right so i got cut in the final round of casting like three days before we went to the uh, hotel to quarantine Damn. which is um you know i've got a win over a guy that's on the show so i i beat a ufc veteran already they brought him back he's on the show now i that man screamed for the referee to pull me off of him and i just beat another guy who was a six and one prospect division one wrestler and I sent that man to a hospital in a, with a broken arm. He fought a UFC veteran to a three-round decision. I smoked him in three minutes. So I feel that, you know, if we were to base it on skill set and competency, then yeah. my performance warrants, you know, at least an opportunity. I'm not asking for a handout or a special favor. Sure. But, like, you know, um, if we base it just on a number on a paper, then that's a different story. Have but, you met Dana? Um, I've met Dana twice. And the majority of the time, I just yell at him to stop the bleeding. Right. I'm like, Dana, the blood's on your hands. You could put an end to all of this. You could put me in there with someone that can intelligently defend themselves. That's These funny. people have families. This next guy that I'm scheduled to fight has four children. Right. I'm going to butcher him in front of his wife and children. Dana can save him. Right? Though. Yeah. Only yeah. Dana can save him. He can stop well, him. We blame Dana. Right. Like, right. Right. It's his fault. If Dana took you out of this life right. into the UFC life. Right. You'd the, spare all these little yeah, the, the minions re, that the, you're fighting. The regional fighters could go back to living in peace. <laughs> And right. fighting for 500 bucks against each other. Right. And instead, they've got me on the scene who's right. borderline They're... sociopathic towards them. And I'm like, I'm on a mission right. for glory and greatness and grandeur. And I want to be in the best organization on the planet, not only for myself, but to show others what's possible. In the meantime, you're handing out concussions, stitches, medical bills. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, it. so it's huh. good for insurance agencies are doing a lot of business. <laughs> Doctors, nurses, yeah. ambulances, first responders, they're all insurance getting a lot of companies right. hate them. Yeah. yeah. They go. should be sponsoring you, though, really. Right? right? Yeah. Um, what, what about uh, Contender Series comes up soon? Right. Would you try to do that? Well, or so we've, we've the attempted... same, same issue, right? Right. So um, as someone who's been in the industry um, you know, I'm sure seeing the way that your father maneuvered, sometimes you meet people and they're at a level where they're not getting involved on the day to day, let's call it minutia. Right. So when I did meet Dana, he's both times he's told me to go on contender. Right. right? Well, then when it finally gets from my manager to Sean Shelby, then it's back to the right, which and I get it like Sean's protecting fighters. So mm -hmm. I understand his position at the same time. I'm like, you know, you don't want any protection. Right, right. No, like I'll uh -oh. sink or swim. Either right. either, yeah. <laughs> either, I'm capable of doing what I say I'm capable of doing or I'm not. If I'm not, then, you know, I'm on some undercard somewhere and I get molly whopped and the ref saves me. And if I am capable of what I'm saying I'm capable of doing, then we are making history together as a collective unit. And we are saying like, hey, through not only medical technology, but through force of will, we can reverse the aging process. And there's a lot of stuff going on right now. We've got 10X Health coming out. Yep. We've got Grant Cardone, Gary Brecca. Dane is reversing his biological age. Yep. People don't even like, they don't even know what telomeres are yet. Once that becomes public knowledge, what I'm saying is gonna be much more easily accepted 
in the you know global community but right. right now this is the cutting edge of what's happening so every day i'm grounding myself on the planet earth i'm taking a cold immersion i'm doing the step-by-step -step process to reverse my biological age so i can continue to not only compete with these men out in the regional scene but the real the real fight is every day at extreme couture where i'm fighting the best fighters on the planet and that's a gym that's pretty rough and tumble so we go pretty hard yeah um, Bobby, I don't know, or question for all of you. I mean, in 2023, isn't it as simple as all he's got to do is say he now identifies as a 20, <laughs> as a 24 year old <laughs> and he's in? <laughs> what are we doing? I've been saying uh, that for the last 10 years. It doesn't work in reverse. So you're not allowed to, no, night. we can't do it this way. I, uh, first, I would have to change <laughs> my political tender. affiliation. Check his tender. Right, yeah. Yeah, so I'm 27 <laughs> on Tinder. You can change everything but your age. Yeah, your, a, your Tinder age yeah. should carry over into the, into the UFC. I mean, I think that's a fair claim. Let, let, we'll right? call Billy and ask if he knows about the age thing. <laughs> right? If, if we check Tinder right now, I'm 25 years old and six foot one. So, 100%. Okay. Right, let's let me it. ask you this. On Tinder, what is your age range? Oh, 18 to 22. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got a youthful energy. If I go, I've right. gone on dates with women that are my age, and right. they're just like looking at me like, "Dude, don't you Too want much. some khaki pants and like a, <laughs> a credit score or something?" I'm like, "No, I'm still after it." They're like, "Let's uh, go watch Friends." Right? Yeah. They're like, "Well, um, don't you think you're a little bit older to be pursuing something in the athletic department?" I'm like, "You don't understand me, girl. I'm aging in reverse. I go rounds on rounds on rounds." You know. So. Um, what is the day job? Do you have a day job? Uh, right now, I teach private lessons. Okay. And, you know, for a while, I was doing marketing for a local gym. We did $2 million in sales in 18 months, and we took them from not being wow. able to pay their, their heat or their electric bill to um, upgrading their facility. And, you know, obviously, when you say $2 million in sales, right, those are contracts. Sure. I, you know, at the time, I believe they may have collected 800, I mean, 985000 of that, right? That's and great. so, you know, that, that was a cool experience. And then um, I invested some of that money into crypto. So I was living on crypto. Okay. My coach, Eric Nixick. Yeah, I love Couture, Eric. Right, yeah. So he's awesome. And if you've ever seen his logo, it's burn the boats. <laughs> so I burnt the boats. I was like, I'm right here. I'm so close. I'm beating these guys. At the time, I was on like a three-fight win streak. And I had just beat the prospect that was six and one. And I said, you know what? Let me quit everything. I'm going to live off my crypto earnings mm -hmm. and credit cards. I love and it. I just burnt the ships. I love so, how yeah. you roll. I love right, it. Yeah. So I'm all in on myself. Well, when he was on our on Fight Junkies, I said, when's the next fight? Like, if you don't, if, obviously with the situation with the UFC, you're not going to. Yeah. The next fight's probably not going to be. Hopefully, you never know. But I, I did say, do you have like a plan of action? And that's why we have another gentleman sitting in here. Because he said, I'm hoping to fight in, a, in a, another organization called Fight Circus. Hmm. And I said, is that, is that the Fight Circus? I think... And it was, and that's why we have Dr. Octagon in here today. Is that still like the plan? Uh, not to throw you out there right in front of the, the, the boss today, but I mean, they're doing some great things over there. Um, right, yeah. So I, I like the, the idea of like entertaining as well. So there, I have a competitive side, but I have an entertainment side, which is why I do the post-fight speeches. Mm -hmm. But when I saw what he's doing with Fight Circus, I was like, man, like you guys are thinking outside of the box because I do like pro wrestling promos and I do like, you know, the WWE and things like that. And Fight Circus almost combines like the best of the WWE and the best of MMA into one freak show. Have you seen right. have you seen Basically, Fight Circus? I haven't. He is Fight Circus. Yeah. Can you that break is, down that is Fight Circus? You just listened to what Fight Circus yeah, is. Yeah. I've seen some wild clips. Um 
Yeah, how would you describe your organization? I don't know, man. We have like tried to put together a mission statement for probably the last three years and have been able unable to do it because every time I look at it, I'm like, that is not a good depiction. Like, watch Fight Circus and come up with your own. But I mean, I would just say that uh, it's an expression of freedom that can only take place in certain parts of the world and Thailand just happens to be home base so that's where most of the fights are yeah Thailand Got in it. fact every fight circus uh including the next one and damn I forgot to tell you about that prior to can't quite announce it but I'll show you afterwards um has taken place in Thailand and for numerous different reasons Thailand's an amazing country when it comes to fighting there's all everyone's over there you know what I mean yeah. you just walk down the street and there's fighters on every block yeah Plus, they're not breathing down our neck. You know, we're trying to work things out over here with the uh, with the commission, and at some point that'll work out. But right now, Thailand's a spot. Nice. Yeah, and John, John, if you have not seen Fight Circus, yeah, they do things like they have a person who identifies as a transgender woman, <laughs> but she in a previous life was a male Thai champion. Okay, fight a current male Thai champion. So you're seeing someone with breast implants and a skirt fighting oh, wow. bare like bare shin kickboxing right. Muay Thai style with You've elbows. You've seen that? Oh, I have seen that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. That is probably the most viral fight that existed in I the last 12 months. I absolutely have seen that. 12 so yeah. we went on, um, that's the Fight Circus <laughs> that's CEO. So that's, the, that's the guy Jesus. right there, man. All the credit that's given to Fight Circus needs to be pointed at this guy because he is a freak of nature. Literally sit down in the room. When he comes into town, you need this guy in this room. George, you're going to have to insert this clip. Uh, <laughs> it's on their Instagram, I'm assuming. Yeah. I'll, I have it up. I'll, I'll text this it to you. This clip is insane. I mean, this yeah. guy looks like the butler, he, and he's just <laughs> mopping guys. Yeah, Grizzly Adams. <laughs> he's got three, two guys on him. DM yeah, yeah. He's up. a savage. This, this What's guy, his fight name? Grizzly his name, his name is John <laughs> Nutt, man. He, he's so, oh, my God. I love it. He's the greatest Holy showman on earth, shit. man. This guy is. 100%. Yeah, for the audience, if they can't see it yet, his, there, there's a man fighting multiple attackers. Yeah. And he is in like a business attire, and these people are just running in at him. <laughs> oh, just soccer kick. Well, how's yeah. that? Soccer kick to a downed opponent, which everyone is screaming should be legal. But see, that's the thing. That's the beauty of it. For us, it's legal. Right. Back in yeah. the Pride days, it was. Yeah, right? man. Yeah. Soccer kicked it. And so we do that. We do that old Pride rules. Oh, there it is. Yeah. George has it up. Yeah. yeah. Is that yeah, Rampage yeah. Jackson wearing uh, one shirt with another? 100%. That's Bob Sapp and Rampage Jackson. I love yeah. Bob Sapp. Yeah. And Bob is amazing. Fighting in one shirt. Does he fight with you? He's Absolutely. Like, does he? Bob oh, is, my God. Bob is fight. Let me tell you. Bob Sapp is fight circus. And, and when I say that, meaning like he is, he's just been amazing. The guy's just awesome man. I don't know did you to used to fight as well i used to get my ass kicked is basically <laughs> what my job was is i'm you know where's that i'm hit pause is that oh is that my you? phone yeah yeah, yeah. oh, shit. oh there you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like where's that coming from man what a disruptor yeah. uh you used to get your ass kicked <laughs> yeah man i so uh just a brief background for me with mixed martial arts um one of my really good friends um and business partner in california is chris lieben okay um so i got sick and tired of like I was in jujitsu and I thought it was cute. And I don't, no offense to anybody that's in jujitsu, but, um, and then I started training around with MMA guys and getting smacked around and my jujitsu seemed a little bit, didn't seem good enough. So mm -hmm. I just got in there and started getting my ass kicked with these guys. And so that's what I do. I show up every day to get beat up. Nice. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I have no complaints. Yeah, sounds good, good to me. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a humbling I, I, experience. I would just say, it like a, um, you know, a casual purple belt level, I would be confident putting him in against pretty much any normal 
person that's not like a high level competitor. So you're a badass. Like, you're just humble. Yeah. 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 He's got he's got crushing top pressure. It's it's I'm, like yeah. I'm a little bit big right now, so I feel strong. So I'm gonna say yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but twenty pounds heavier than I normally am right now. Yeah. So so you yeah. did kind of what I did. Implanted. You said during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, yeah. I migrated. I came from this amazing place. It used to be called California. It was called California. I came from that same place. Okay, good. So, well, yeah. yeah. So, I'm with you guys. Yeah. We migrated. You know what I mean? I packed my camels. <laughs> now it's a shithole. Packed my camels. Yeah. And then uh, hopped in the Range Rover and rolled out here and then stopped paying state taxes. And I don't even want to get into it. And yeah. That's a whole different show. I hear you. Yeah. So, yeah. I can't know. stand going to LA. I, I, my buddy just asked me, do you want to go to LA, go to a game? And I was like, I mean... I, it's the only thing that would get me to LA is like a Dodger game or a meeting, but I come back the same day. I can't even, I don't even want to spend the night. I, you know, long before the, so I worked for MTV. My, my background is I worked for MTV as a casting coordinator for 12 years. Mm -hmm. And my orders used to come out of New York, which was cool because I'm just dating myself, right? And so it became. A is that back thing. when MTV played videos? Back when MTV was cool, <laughs> man. Like, I mean, I'm not kidding. I would, just true story. I'll never forget the day when they like brought in this idea about this thing called the real world. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck, that's not going to work. I'm like, that's the worst idea ever. Like, what do you mean you're going to yeah. follow people around and show their daily life? <laughs> Nobody wants to see that, dude. Play Dire Straits. Like, play right. ACDC and like, let's go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. go. Like, run yeah. the Ipsy. Let's go. And then all of a sudden, you know, once again, first lesson in life, how wrong I was. Yeah, you know? yeah. But they used to send me back and forth to L.A. and I hated it. I couldn't wait to get. And it's crazy because when I walked into a place in L.A., like I was like, yeah, I had my little all access passes and walkie talkies and everyone's like, whoa. And, you know, that felt good. But I tell you what, I couldn't wait to get out of there. Yeah. Never yeah. comfortable in L.A. No. John, have you been to Miami recently? No, Dude, uh, this is embarrassing. This is embarrassing. What? Do you want me to tell you the last time I was in Miami? Never. You, I mean, you're both going to get up and walk the never. fuck out if I tell you the <laughs> you're truth. You're going to say never. For 24 hours, for a because I went oh in for a business God. meeting in 2014. Prior to that, 1999. Oh, wow. Wow. I know. Yeah. So we went out for uh, my uh, to Miami for the, for the Ma Masvidal yeah. and Israel Adesanya. It, that was an amazing experience. Really? Right. Miami is the best city in America really? right now. Bro. Yeah. Oh, what, my God. Dana yeah. said it. He Listen said this to, is turning into like the old L.A. It, it's right. crazy how, like, literally that night, I think we were walking around. Of course, we ran into a girl, and uh, she happened to be a real estate agent. And, and it wasn't that she was cute or anything like that. Like, literally, in the back of my mind, I was thinking, this is it, man. I'm moving here. In Puerto Rico, no and, shit. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, humidity, Jake Paul. I know the humidity and the bugs, man. What about oh, the bugs? The bugs. Yeah, I, 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 I wasn't I looking at one bug. bug. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't tell my girl. All right, I gotta visit Actually, Miami. Again. Let's go. Well, you just you know opened another office in Florida, so you have a reason. Yeah, that's true. You know, that's true. Miami yeah. is bugging, right? And and that <laughs> that event was like borderline life-changing for me to see what Israel Adesanya was able to do against adversity of someone who's that was amazing. slept him and to stay in the pocket like that yeah. against someone with... Because he was getting pressure right there. Like right. He was taking shots. I mean, yeah. How, how sketchy it is to even get in there with a guy that's knocked you out already. Right. Every Le time you fought, three times. Right. Let alone... <laughs> right, yeah. He's, he's, he's KO'd you three times. Right. You've gone to the shadow realm. This man is causing trauma to your brain. Yeah. Back to back to back. And then yeah. you get back in there and stay in the pocket with him and then overcome that and sleep him. That level of, like, belief in yourself is, like like inspirational i couldn't agree more and i'm not even an adesanya fan but i've 
absolutely respect that that last fight was insane. I mean, and well, and then and then insane. you know before we get too deep into the rabbit hole, you know, the president of the United States walked out, and it was a hundred percent positive reception for that man. Yeah, you know, yeah, I'm no. not going to say his name because yeah. you know, obviously, we got to. Right. You're, you're getting canceled, <laughs> you're getting canceled yeah. anyways, buddy. Yeah. Uh -oh. No, you uh -oh. already you've been canceled a long time ago. Right, John, yeah. John did go to Nork. For the Cejudo yeah, Aljo yeah. fight, yeah, that was fun. Where'd you go, New York? For which one? I was in Newark for Aljo and Cejudo. Uh, I thought you said yeah. New York. No, I was no, no, in that no. One. I was there for that New one. York. No, I skipped that one. I kind of hate flying back east, to be honest. It's just so long. Yeah. It's lay just flats, forever. man. Just... Lay flats. You got to get that JetBlue yeah. lay flat. Yeah. Wait, JetBlue has a lay oh, flat? Dude. Mint, what? Mint by JetBlue. I'm not kidding you. It's a lot. It's game changer. I'm like basically flying way out of way just to make sure that I can get on that flight because even really? if I'm flying an extra two hours out of my way, if I can lay flat, like my back was seizing up. Like if right. I can't, I can't do it. You know? Wow. JetBlue's. I, I didn't know that. Yeah. Mint. It's hmm. amazing. I'm on a mission. We got to get you on Contender Series. I mean, this can't Eric, not to put this on Eric Nixick, but... Put it on him. Can't Eric just make a fucking call? <laughs> put it on him. No. Eric, put it on him. Hey, Eric, where you at? Let's oh, go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Come on. Yeah, so, uh, you know, there were there was a couple things involved with that. I am fairly new to Extreme Couture, so okay. I've only been there like a year, and I'm not, I'm not a guy that's like, hey, do this. Ask. Right. I'd rather just like make myself undeniable, right? And then I, I figure the right people are going to coordinate with me. And one thing that I have noticed is that let's say I can fight every few months. I can do unlimited media. So yeah. I'm just going to do unlimited media and I'm going to put myself out there and put myself in front of whoever needs to see me and the right people will align with me and the, the wrong people will fall off to the side. And I believe in redemption. You know, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life, but I believe that when you focus with laser like intentions and you have like a clarity of thought and you take right action, that God will bless you because I believe that God creates creators and we are here to create our destiny in God's image. Oh, so, amen, brother. Right, so that's where I'm headed. I love with that. This. I tell people I'm not in competition with anybody but myself. Yeah. If I'm better than who I was yesterday, yeah. five years ago, then I'm good. That's it. Everyone else, sorry, kick rocks. I'm gonna I know I'm gonna destroy who I am today, tomorrow. And yeah. that's it. And not, everything else is easy. And I think you're just gonna keep Well, winners recognize winners. So I've heard a little bit about your story. You're combat vet, and then you went out in front of the apex with a sign, <laughs> right? That was like yeah. Dana bring that's why I'm here. You, you hit yeah. Mount Everest that day, man. Yeah. Pinnacle. And then I'm so I my wife was like, "What? Wait, how are you, you doing? Yeah. How are you going to do better than that every day, bro? I've yeah. done better. I've, you know, <laughs> I'm in. I'm it's a crazy. part of the junkies. Like okay, that's hey, that's is this is the what? next bar stool. I'm telling you. So I'm 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 here. Like and I, I if it takes I don't care how long it takes. I'm yeah. I'm I'm so loyal that like I'll die on the hill with you. Hey, it's so a five year <laughs> lease. So we're not going anywhere anytime <laughs> soon. Uh, <laughs> what uh, weight class do you fight at? Uh, currently, locally, like in a regional scene, yeah. uh, 155. If I was to do something in terms of like a higher level promotion, it would be 145 pounds. Really? Right now, yes, sir. Okay. Um, just so, like and, for contender, you'd go in 145 or 155 kind of thing, or I, I feel like for me to be um, dominant in a lot of areas, uh, 145 would be the correct play. Okay. Uh, just because the guys at 155, there comes a point where everybody's talented, and then size and strength make a difference. Sure. You know, and I just feel like for my length and my reach and my range, that for me to put on the muscle, for me to be the same size as the people that do cut to 55, sure. then that would take away some of my attributes. Yeah. So 45 is your sweet spot. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've fought at 50 before, and I felt fine. 
um, that's when I smoked that dude that was six and one prospect. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that cut was fairly simple. I was 158 pounds and I cut to 150. So I'm, I'm right there already. I would just think of the marketing side. You're a no brainer. Like I can't even believe that the, the age was like, that's, you're the one that well, you to make the exception, make you, the exception it, for the age. Right. And, and if we're talking about it, like what's UFC's largest demographic, white and Hispanic males ages 30 to 50, probably, you know what I mean? So sure. like what's better than a redemption story? And I'm not saying that everybody's got to go out and fight in the UFC, yeah. but maybe it's leave that job and start that business. Yeah. Maybe it's okay. You've been divorced. Now it's time to get back out there. Yeah. Maybe it's, you're a younger guy. Ask that girl on the date, right? Yeah. Like, and, and if, People can see what I'm doing against all odds, against what sounds to the average person completely impossible, right? And if I can do it, man, you can ask for that raise. Let's go. Now, is you your, can drop that 30 pounds. Is your goal like bucket list, I just want one fight in the UFC? Or in your head, I am the future, I'm the 145 champion. I'm running this till the wheels fall off. I've sparred the best <laughs> people it. on the planet, right? <laughs> and, you know, when I was living with Johnny Parsons, we called the place the garden because it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. So the the garage, we converted to an MMA gym and we would have people from all around come in and fight us on the weekends, basically. And um, we had a saying, it's called live by the sword, die by the sword. Mm -hmm. And I believe in the martial arts lifestyle that like, I'm gonna come back with my shield or on it. I've never been to a decision in any one of my fights. Every single fight has been stopped. Either me, I'm gonna win, or I'm gonna get knocked out trying to win. So I mean, when that's I step what they in, want. The, right, that's exactly yeah. what they want. I'm gonna I'm gonna march forward, you know, Thai style, and walk these men down. Yeah, and I'm gonna kick through their chest. I'm gonna kick through their guard. And when they shoot on me, and I wrap their head up and rip them limb from limb, then I believe that you know my relevance and my uh, value to the company may be uh, actualized and realized at that point. I mean, I know a few people over there. You know, a couple. I know a couple of people over there. I'd say so. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to sleep until I get this guy in the contender series. That's why I, you he's know he's got to be on the contender I know series. I meet crazy. a lot of people, but I don't connect with a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> my my wife's like, "What are you guys like related?" Like my <laughs> dad's like, "Who's this dude?" Just, just, like, yeah. get, just get him in there. All you got to do, and yeah, just, and then just go like this and just put your hand on like right? this and let him do his thing. I mean, I'm going to see Dana tomorrow. Yeah, at the fight. You, you know, it's funny. Just show him, show him that. Just show him this face, man. He's going to laugh. I mean, when I say not like laugh down he's just gonna laugh i mean the guy yeah, keeps gotta showing up he's got to enjoy it man persistence yeah. nobody's giving up it's funny the difference in like what's going through your mind and in my mind i want to go to thailand and fight six <laughs> little people dressed like six clowns <laughs> oh, <wait. laughs> and you're trying to go in the ufc yeah. completely different right <laughs> yeah. um when was your last fight my last fight was approximately a year ago i okay. had some like nagging injuries that i just wanted to heal up I had a fight booked for June 10th. That event event got canceled, and that was the event where the gentleman I was going to fight actually had four children. And then that goes right into the like the bloods on your hands whole you know catchphrase yeah. because that's how I really look at it. Like you know, if there's any uh, you know criticism of me, it's that I don't fight the best people on the planet. And I'm like, well, I'm actively you trying have access to, fight to them. them. Right, right. Like, how do we make this happen? Right. Yeah. And so. Um, you know, that's kind of what's going on with that. Uh, they've rescheduled that event. I don't know if it's the same opponent or not. Um, and I don't have a contract with them. So that's kind of where I'm at at this point. And then in the event that something pops off with Fight Circus, I'll go in there for fun. You know what I mean? Wear a luchador mask, get hit with a chair, fight three people at the same time. Let's go. Because right, I'm not yeah. scared of getting uh, beat up. Let so me I'm ask down. you this. And, and, <laughs> and uh, you know, you may or may not even know the answer to this. But, like, let's say you're fighting a contender series. Does Hulk? 
does the Hulk come? Does Hulk Hogan come? He, he showed up to my fights previously. He uh, has. Our most recent interaction, I was uh, in a different life. I was I had an option deal for a reality show, and it was called My Girlfriend Wants a Girlfriend, right? Because okay. my name is King David. I've been around the world, fought on national TV, and dated some of the hottest women alive. But what happens when every girl you meet is hot? I need more than just a pretty face. I need something that's real. That's why I got 16 of the hottest women on the planet who want to fight for my love, but there's a catch. There's always a catch. I've already got a girlfriend. She's bisexual. That means she likes girls. So ladies, if you want to get with me, you've got to get with her. This is my girlfriend. Wants a girlfriend starring me, King David MMA, right? Yeah. And, um, so I got an option deal for that. <laughs> And at the time, um, I was saying Hulk's name in the uh, sizzle reel. Uh huh. Uh, and I had been to his house, and he said it was fine. He's like, "Do your thing." His manager was like, well, "Get the fuck out!" <laughs> well, right. So, so in, in, I, I was new to the game. I didn't yeah. understand how all this works. Manager, so, publicist, and agent were yeah. like, "Who? What the fuck?" <laughs> right. And so he he Perfect owned call. he owned, uh, uh, I believe it was like the trademark for Hulk Hogan at that time. Yeah. He licensed that to WWE while I was selling the show. Once the show went out of contract and I got rights to the show back, I put the show sizzle reel on the internet. But at that time, he had licensed his name, I believe it was $10 million for three years. Yeah. So now I'm basically fumbling the bag right. by using the trademark that's now with WWE. And he's like, brother, you don't want Vince to sue you. He's a billionaire. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, well, let's just give Vince the majority share and let's put it on the WWE network and run it. You know, yeah. but um, that was bad advice. Sue me. Uh, Vince is a big. Well, yeah. Sue me. Have you met Vince McMahon? I met him in Iraq. Tribute, tribute to the troops, 2007. The uh, base that I was on the WWE or whatever it was at the yeah. time, they came out and they made, uh, right, kind of like where we used to do PT and run, they made a, a whole match. And I actually got in, I'll tell you how it happened, because there was like 600, 600 soldiers. So we just looked like a bunch of, a bunch of frogs when we're in a, you know, a big circle. I came out of the gym and I was wearing like a gray PT shirt. Mm -hmm. And I made my way to the front and they were like, you. And I was like, me. They're like, you, motherfucker. So I got in to the ring and I did suck it on national television with Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Oh wow. And that, then had, that's awesome. Yeah. I was like, is this real? You know? And then our our unit was the military police that were tasked to to keep them safe while they were there. So we yep. got to like hang out with Kelly Kelly, Vince McMahon, Ray Mysterio, who was just here, was here last night. Ray uh, was a here nights ago. Yeah. Last he night. Was Ray on, was here. Uh, Bra Brandon Brandon Moreno does his show yeah. here and he was on uh, Brandon's show. Oh, yep. Yeah. So yeah. but uh that I just told you that whole story because Vince McMahon is uh house have you got have you met him one time he's a big boy big big dude yeah. huge and he's just got that charisma he's just got that yeah, like, he's just, bro, like, he's just yeah. rich that boss boss man shit. <laughs> he, he looks like a retired rich, like yeah. rich boy star. Rich. he does he's that look dude rich. with his hair's rich yeah his teeth are he rich. Yeah. he used to slang it he just i guarantee rich. it yeah oh <laughs> yeah so oh sure still does yeah bro yeah <laughs> bro, yeah. yeah yeah better than it's all of us pills are for or 10x right yeah better yeah, that's why I wanted to connect everyone. I was real excited um, for you guys to meet as well. Uh, there's certain people I'm getting there, but certain levels that like I just I don't have the lingo yet. You know, I'm still I'm still learning. But you guys probably know a lot of the same people. And with Fight Circus, I think I, I knew you'd enjoy. It. Yeah, that clip, clip is it's ridiculous. Coming, it's coming to town. You guys are gonna get used to seeing it here. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know when? Well, let's just say this: we are in serious negotiations okay with uh with a venue ma major venues on the strip amazing and um yeah cupcake launchers 
midget launch. Excuse me, I don't even know if you can say that. We could say it in time. There's a lot of things we can say in time. Little people launchers. Right. All right. Little people. Launchers. We can bleep it out. I said it, and if you want to cancel me, go ahead. <laughs> you don't want to watch my circus. Don't want. I mean, come on. Um, but yeah, it's coming to town, man. And, That's exciting. Uh, yeah, we got a lot of people excited about it. So, uh, when did you you started that three years ago? It started uh, 2020. Oh wow! So, yeah. Well, the pandemic. Obviously, put a kilbosh right on, on, on what these guys were doing. Like these guys, you know, I, uh, they're the ones that get the credit, man. These guys, from everything, if you really take a moment and you slow, when I say slow down, if you watch it and it doesn't grab you and pull you in, it it's just it is what it is, right? right. Like it's like me with WWE. But when I saw Fight Circus, I said, this these guys are. This is it, man. These, you know, and I've seen a lot of things happen before. We've got some big name people working with us, big network people nice. working with us. Yeah, I'll, I'll, we'll talk to you about that afterwards. But yeah, yeah. big things coming. So, Very exciting. Super stoked. Yeah. So you might take a fight. You have something scheduled with them yet, or not yet? You're uh, talking about it. You're not, not officially. Okay. I was um, excited for to hear the news that they are in. Let's call it the final stages of coming yeah. to Las Vegas. Yeah. At which point we're going to blow the roof off whatever yeah. venue decides to make history with us yeah. and um you know we yeah it, i believe that fight circus is a billion dollar brand and what i like about them is that they're not in like competition with wwe or ufc right they're, they're, they're in their own lane. legit in their own lane right yeah yeah and th there's That's a lot genius of, yeah, there's, awesome. there's a lot of ways like i mean you know that they they can um just be an individual separate entity that's like the best of both worlds in a way but at the same time not competing but just gives opportunities to people outside of let's say yeah you know you can only fight once every you know four months or something at the highest level or if you get cut or whatever you can go over to fight circus right and then get tied to another man and go fight for yeah uh, you know little people and three transgenders yeah. or you know what i mean now, and then we can make it real fun. Luchador masks. Right. Muay Thai. Muay Thai with Luchador masks on. That might be my favorite. Will one. of violence. Will the, the violence. athletic commission. Uh, so that's, here's that's your biggest hurdle, I would imagine. Right. Well, yeah. Let's just say this. Um, I will understand. I'll take the position of understanding where they're coming from, because when you look at Fight Circus, you're like, what did I just right. look at? Like, but let me watch it again. And what what was that? And then you're looking at the things that are going on behind the fights because we're an entertainment group and we happen to have fights at our at our show. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of things that are going on. There's a lot of. And then when you really look at it, you're like what? Well, let me tell you what it is. It's mo it's Muay Thai without striking. It's called like a human. They call it human cockfighting, but it's just because they're using kicking only. Yeah. It's not because we're like putting roosters in the thing and letting them bludgeon each other we're just taking away two limbs so how can you tell me that that is not is unsafe i just disarmed the man of two of his like major weapons okay how is kicking only different than you know so it's just yeah. they don't understand it so we're going to work with them uh we have had conversations about what our plan is and it's acceptable and so we continue just like this man over here we continue to push forward and push past boundaries and yeah. and show people that hey we're worthy so it's probably a good uh it's good for you that power slap they approved because i mean that's like opting in for a concussion <laughs> right totally uh so i mean i would think uh you get you do have a shot 
I with know it here. we have a yeah, shot. Yeah, that makes sense. We have, we have a lot of people. We have a lot of push behind us, and we're also extremely open minded. You know, once we get in there and they start to feel the feel the product and realize that everyone's having fun. I mean, I think we've had I don't even know like seventy five fights, yeah. and we've had like two hospital visits. One was a broken rib. Yeah, and the other one just like I mean, we you know. Yeah. Things happen. And Dana's argument is the best is like in boxing, you're getting hit 500 plus times in a fight, 400 right. plus times in a fight. Uh, in power slap, you're, you're getting hit once and you're done. I mean, if you if you do get concussed, it's over. You know? I, I never thought about that argument until you said it right now. Yeah, but that, that makes a lot of argument. sense. You know, that, right? that and in boxing, you're getting concussed over and over because in boxing, you have the standing eight count. So right. you're getting a concussion, you're getting knocked out or knocked down. You're getting eight seconds to get or whatever, 10, 10 seconds to get up, you know, or, or a standing eight count. And then you're going right back into the fire, getting concussed again. Like, it's a no-brainer. I mean, it's way it's just, worse. It's just they just have to accept fighting. It has its danger, mm -hmm. but it's it's all the same. I mean, in my opinion, they call you know Las Vegas. I moved here for numerous different reasons. Yeah, right? Las Vegas is the fight. It used to be New York, New York. Oh, well, yep. excuse me, debatably. You know, right? Go sure. New York and Las Vegas. Las Vegas needs to expand. Look at yeah. Florida. Look at. Look at what Jorge's doing down there. Yeah. He did just bare knuckle MMA. Yeah. Like, like we need to go. Yeah. Like, go. That was Roy Nelson was in that one, right? Yeah. Roy Nelson fought, knocked out, knocked the yep. guy out. Yeah. Yep. I like Roy. Yeah, yeah. The bare knuckle scene, not just the Jorge Masvidal, is, I mean, it's so much bigger. Not that I doubted it. I didn't, I didn't doubt it, but coming from like a 20 year background, like when they miss Mark, miss mixed martial arts and UFC and watching like all these sanctioned sports. I just didn't see like bare knuckle getting to the where it's at, but like going to the press conference and meeting David Feldman, sitting down with Luke Rockhold and Eddie Alvarez and Chad Mendez. And I mean, I was, it's, it's going through the roof and then yeah. Jorge's doing the same thing, but it's, it's full MMA, right? Yeah. So, I mean, that's where you have a lot more avenues because you, you know, there's so much more that you can do. Because you're not yeah. stuck to one. It's not like yeah. bare knuckle has to. They're not going to do regular boxing now. They have to do bare knuckle. You right. don't. They're, they're not going to have a bikini pillow fight with eight girls, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, whereas Fight Circus can have a bikini pillow fight with eight girls, right? And no one's going to get harmed. Yeah. Right. It's going to be a fun little, you know, three-minute thing for Indian the crowd. Indian leg wrestling. You know, if you let's what I say, like, a Wait, what's <laughs> Indian leg it's wrestling? It's Indian leg wrestling, man. That's exactly what it is. I mean, I don't know if you remember when you were a kid. I tried to stay away from that because I just didn't seem like I've never one. seen it. I don't, I don't even know what oh, it is. Oh, yeah, you could go, go on our page. Really? Yeah, it's right. great, man. I'm going to check this out. So we have like these things, you know, wheel of violence, you spin it. This is like what I was trying to explain to the Nevada Athletic Mission. It is a wheel, okay? And on the wheel, yeah. it has different styles of fighting. Yeah. And when you spin it, it says MMA three minutes or MMA five minutes or kickboxing, leg kicking only, just, just, just various different styles. And I'm like, they're like, well, each one of those are governed by, I said, dude, come on, man. Let's back up for a second. And let's just take a look at what it is. Like if we could be in here and we could have a school study yeah. of this or like a teacher just breaking this down, that is MMA. So yeah, you know, it is, I don't know, you know, yeah. it's just progression. Dana didn't get into Las Vegas right away. It took him forever. Look at New York. Yeah, like, just yeah. got it 20 years later. Yeah, yeah. like, right. I mean, yeah. and, and now look at the places. I was just in New York. That blew up time. There blew up Times Square. Yeah. That place was... Every screen was in 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 time in Times Square was UFC. Yeah. It was UFC. Yeah. Is there a way around certain things? Um, be, in, if you use the entertainment avenue of approach, well, um, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> absolutely. But yeah. here's like the deal, circus. though. Here, here's yeah. the deal. I, and I would get into it a little bit more. But if you could picture 
um, an environment where you have a lion and a man. Little, like, little, that's little, worse than fighting. Little, little people bartenders and people on zip lines. Right. Bartend little people on zip lines, bartenders and cupcake <laughs> launchers, and then you got all kinds of just, just hearing you talk about it. I love it. Yeah, dude, and you yeah. got all this crazy stuff going on over here. And then guess what? We're gonna fight. Get, dude, we're gonna fight. Right. And these dudes are gonna fight. Right. And we have. We have big things going in that space, man. Well, the, the best way that I've heard you explain it was like, imagine a scenario where there's all the cupcake launchers and <laughs> little people going on. And then there's like a separate entity within that same building. That's an actual sanctioned fight. Right. Right. So those are two separate things that are sure. happening. Right. Sure. So we don't have to sanction the cupcake launcher. Right. <laughs> right? We just have to stop the cupcake launcher. Right. During the fight. Right. If that makes any sense. Yeah, sure. Right. Absolutely. Sure. And then the commission can sanction that well, fight. And, and there's another thing. It's just the easiest last thing I'll, I'll say on this one. Just try to wrap my head around this. We do this thing called musical chairs of doom. It is musical chairs. Okay? We've done this. I did this when I was five years old, and I never got hurt. And believe me when I tell you, we were much more aggressive than these guys were yeah. trying to get into that chair. You lose in this one. You don't get a chair, man. You got to be ready to fight. And then they square off, and they fight. It's a fight. What part do you not like? The musical chairs? I love musical chairs. Right. Dude, Who doesn't love musical the, chairs? Pin the tail on the donkey. Go. Right. You, just, you lost. Get in there and fight. Yep. So, delivery. I love, I yeah. love it. Delivery. It's all about delivery. Unlimited opportunity. Yeah. Unlimited, and man. one Let's of the go. best. I don't want to do that. States. I don't want to do this. And I love Florida. I don't want to do this in Florida. I don't want to do that. Oh, excuse me. We have it. We have Indian casinos come. I don't want to hide from something. I want to show it. Right. And, and you know, we're showing it. PPBs. We're crushing, crushing the internet right now. That's but I great. want to put it in Las Vegas where it belongs. It is a yeah. Las Vegas show. It is with Las Vegas crazy, and it makes people happy. What? Where are yeah. we at? Let's have you go. spoke to Rumble yeah. at all? Rumble's next. Yeah. Rumble's next. We have a, a deal that... They're spending a lot of money, man. I know, dude. Yeah. Who knows Rumble in this room? I don't. <laughs> I, know, you, I know a guy I know, that does. You, I know you know a guy that does. <laughs> John always knows oh, a guy. Yeah. Get a, a guy. napkin. Get a so, napkin. I will write yeah. the agreement My answer right now, now is... I, my answer it's the same guy I know now for everything now. I know the guy. Oh, the yeah. guy. Yeah. 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 I don't know who he is, but I want to hang out. I want to meet yeah. the guy. Yeah. Mr. White. The Don. Yeah. The Don himself. Well, you know, it's fun. Uh, I don't want to say anything because I know that, like, uh, we have a lot of connections with Dana, right? Yeah. And sure. I mean, sky's the limit. Let me tell you, this product is going. There is no, oh, I wonder if these guys are going to make it. They write about us in every single country. We hit, and we, I mean, just the media loves us, and, and for a good reason. It's a cool, fun thing, and it makes people people laugh. Like, I'll watch the chats when they're going, and you've got all kinds of UFC fighters in there laughing, staying up until 3 and 4 in the morning when our every equipment breaks and they're staying in the pocket yeah. to watch it. Sure. Where's Dana at? Let's go. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I mean, who, who's... You know, I mean, you got to be big because I have the best fight podcast on earth and i knew about it <laughs> <laughs> well you know what's crazy is we've been all over so we travel i travel a lot yeah part business and then i just love to travel so we follow where the ufc is going yeah. and we'll be in That's different cool. states and all over the place and they'll be talking all of a sudden i'm just sitting there listening at a table and the table next door to us is talking about fight circus really oh absolutely That's like great. we ran into a guy and there was he was like oh fight circus and we're like bro yes I've Thank been talking you. about it every day since I saw it. I, I'm obsessed with it. I love it. And I want to be a part of it. We'll talk offline. But I mean, it's it's kind of opens up. Bad for, Bob for versus the schmo right? fight circus. Oh, no, no, no. Let's go. No, no. My <laughs> right. 
Well, you were saying um, you want to fight another MMA. Just a like, no, I, I'm like a, I, Schmo's great. No, I'm not saying against the Schmo. It was yeah. just a just another journalist. Right. It would be cool because we have to. You know, we sit down and we do all these. And I'm not a journalist. You know, I'm a, a vet who just loves fighting. But we sit down with all these guys that are killing themselves in the gym and training. And like, why don't why don't I get punched in the face a few times and like show like, all right, you know, if I, I want to earn the interview, Sean right. Strickland. I'll let you beat the hell out oh, of me. No, no, don't, 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 don't do that. With don't 16 do ounce gloves, you know, dude. Yeah, the interview. You see him over at Extreme, <laughs> right? No, no, bro. That's but the only one you don't so want. I, to do. I, I would I'll say take a beating for the interview. I know, you know? You, I know, dude. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. He did it to me. One he loves time. veterans, though, so he yeah. might actually give me the interview. But, <laughs> but I, my point is, you, the fighters go through so much, and and we get to just kind of sit on the sidelines and enjoy it. And I right. think we should, that. Why can't we put a little effort in as, as the media and get in there ourselves? I would agree with you, but I think you touched on something that is very important. These guys put in so much work and time on that mat, and they've earned their space on that mat. So when you step on that mat, you better be ready to step on that mat as a combatant, not a journalist. Yeah, I've seen it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I, yeah, can get, sure. I get that. I get it. Like, in passing, he'll be like, hey, Strickland, Doc wants to move with you. And I'm like, no, I don't want to move with you. And he starts kicking me. And like, and I'm like, dude, okay, like, I didn't say it, bro. Like, he, <laughs> yeah. don't use his mouth against me. You said it. So, right, yeah. I, and I agree. Like, you should yeah. be able to go in. And trust me when I tell you, there's plenty of guys that would absolutely spar yeah. with you. And, and you would not walk out of there. A way. month or two ago, didn't Sean have a, a yes. boxer come in? He was actually a, the guy was a legit boxer, Smoked right? Him. And he was talking shit on Sean on uh, Instagram or something. Smoked and Sean him. was like, come on down. And he fucked him up. I think yeah. the guy. I think Sean. I think he, Strickland might have went to his, to his. Oh, you might be right. Gym, yeah. I think he like says, "Hey, I'll come to your crib." Yeah, you might. Let's be right. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, he's he won't. He look. He's yeah. he's no shy. That, that's why I want to interview him. You know, being yeah. a combat vet, growing up in Jersey, like I used, you know, rode Harley's. Yeah. I look at him like one of the few le like real men left that yeah. are going to speak his mind. He's great. You know, he's a colorful dude. Yeah. Okay. And just the whole like when he was fighting Jack, was it Jack Hermanson? Let's go, he's Jack. Like, he's like go cheering Jack. him on. You know? <laughs> he's like, good shot, Jack. Good shot. You know? <laughs> All right. I, 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 I told him, I said, hey, dude, I said, because I'd been in a situation where I was in the hospital and fighting for my life. And like, it just so happened that like, I started to feel good this day and I was able to like turn on my laptop and yeah. it was like, so I just turned on YouTube and it was like a Strickland fight yeah. and he's screaming, let's go Jack. <laughs> and I told, and I was like, dude, I was sitting there and I'm like, I'm not dying today. Today. I'm yeah. not going to, yeah. I'm not going to fucking die. Yeah. That's, and then when I got out, I told him, I was like, bro. And he's like, yeah. He's like, cool. And I'm like, just, I'm like, bro, I was almost dying. Right. You're not going to hug me? or like, you nothing. No, dude, no. He's like, that's cool. That's cute. He's On like, to the next. He's like, why you would No, you know what he told me? He huh. says, he says, do you have bad genes or something? Bro? Like, like, do you have like, you know, you have a bad immune Why was death knocking on your door? If, yeah, if yeah, your yeah, father yeah. beat what, you more part, when you were growing what up. What part you of you is so weak? Oh, he says it to him too. He's like, you got to beat that guy, beat the strong in that guy. I'm like, dude, come on, bro. So, so what, what's next for, for you guys? Uh, well, you guys are in town. We're getting him in the contender oh, series. Okay, he's I appreciate that. Go. Yeah, that's we're, big coming from from the yeah. man himself. He's got to go, dude. Get him in there, bro. It has to happen. This has to happen. I'm, well, I'm, I'm I'm prepared to continue to butcher more men, right? Right. Like, I don't want a favor. <laughs> I don't want a handout. I don't want anything. If Listen, I've got to go fight five more times in the next five months, then there's five families that are going to be very sad that their man chose to bring home five hundred dollars and you know broken ribs. I promise you, I'm going to walk up to Dana tomorrow at the fight. I appreciate you. You're going to be there. He's You'll be the witness. We you could witness. actually video it from afar. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? You could video it. Just show and and I'm going to show Dana a clip of you fighting. Obviously, he's heard of you. For well, sure, he's heard well, of you. Well, he follows me on Instagram. Okay, now, yeah. Right? So I, I'm going to show him the clip of you fighting. I'm going to say, listen, this guy was just on a podcast. 
and it, it, it's going up next week, so it hasn't even gone out yet. But the guy is basically saying that it's on you. The blood is on your hands. I'm going to tell him. He'll know. He's, right. he's starching these fucking guys in these regional promotions. He's like, the only person that can save their lives is you, Dana. Well, Get this guy a contender series. There's even been a situation where someone in the UFC yeah. had a problem with me because we used to train together and I didn't agree with the martial arts that was happening at that facility. So I left to Extreme Couture. Right. And I believe that for the right person, that's the right gym. And for... For me, Extreme Couture is the right gym. Yeah, and he didn't like that I do pro wrestling style promos, and he went on like a like a YouTube on a, a Instagram live on a diatribe, and he started uh, like cussing out his students and like calling them on Facetime and telling them that they can't share my posts. And then he said he he wanted to fight me. Well, he wanted to fight in the street, and I said, "Well, you're signed. You're where I want to be." Can my manager, I'll screenshot this, give it to my manager, and he'll send it to Sean Shelby, and we'll fight at 145 pounds. And I will come butcher you in front of everyone, and I will raise my hands over my head, as I always do, and let the abundance of the universe and God above rain down on me while I laugh at you as I just ended your career for opening your mouth, right? And... You know, long story short, that wasn't the opportunity that Sean wanted for that gentleman. That gentleman went on. He lost a fight. He got cut. And then, tough enough, the promotion out in Las Vegas, yep. they're like, hey, let's set it up. His management said okay. And then 20 minutes later, we got the call that they've spoke to their client, and that is not the opportunity he would like to take now that he has the opportunity to do the exact same thing he said he wanted to. So I was prepared to butcher that guy in the UFC. You know, no. and Didn't want to smoke. Completely remorseless about it. Right, <laughs> dude, I'm not kidding. These guys are just so weird, man. I love it. Oh, man. You got to be a fighter, right? So and and you know, on on that subject, like I feel like a lot of people, like we are um, part animal in a way, you know. And there's a lot of um, let's call it primal instincts that we have that are kind of like dulled by modern society. Facts. And I'm fortunate that I can get in touch with that when the cage door locks. And I'm very comfortable getting deep in touch with that. And I believe that I, my job here is to kill this man in front of me. And it's the ref's job to pull me off of him and save right. him from me. So when I approach the fight in that manner, you know, um, I, I believe that th that's a, a unique experience that not a lot of people get to have. You're not alone. And I've right. been wanting to go back to war since I got home. And <laughs> you're, Damn, you guys, bro. <laughs> you're eight and two the as a pro. Side and the crazy I'm, side. I'm eight and two as a pro. Eight I'm, and two as a pro and ten finishes on either way either way i've never gone to a decision never gone to a decision i've been tko twice Dude, i've got this eight, is a eight no submissions. brainer this is a no-brainer i feel like i can get this done i might I be delusional but i feel like i don't think done i don't think you can i think i can get this done this is the greatest mission today well i'm i'm gonna go butcher someone else very soon right, right. so it's gonna continue so it'll be on it'll be on john's hands carnage will continue yes no days off no we have a bloodlust i will find out right now Contender is like June or July, I think, right? Right. Like you need to be on the first one this year. Okay. Like this I'll go, makes I'll go sense. I think that, to me. that makes sense. I was excited to go on the Ultimate Fighter because the first second that I was on the show, I was going to explain to everyone around me, I am going on Connor's team. I don't care if I'm first or last or who that offends in this building. I want nothing to do with Michael Chandler's team. Connor, pick me last. And if someone gets offended, they can get offended. I'm willing to borderline start a fight, what, like anything. I've got, I've got my eighth. objective. August 8th? 
Okay, August 8th is the first contender. I believe Conor McGregor laid a game plan for everybody. I believe that if Conor McGregor never made a dollar from the UFC, he would still have a $600 million exit from Proper 12. I believe the UFC is paying you in a currency that's more valuable in money. They're paying you in exposure and a billion-dollar brand behind you. No one knows how to monetize it. There's been like two or three guys... When I get in there, dude, I'll fight for free, bro. Just put me on. All I need, I'm going to smoke somebody and give me a microphone. I'll handle the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even pay me. I love it. Drops the mic. Oh, shit. It's so good. we got to get this guy in the UFC. This hey, is crazy. We'll, we'll be there, we'll be there tomorrow. he's not just like that in this room, just yeah. so you know. I've been with him every time I'm with And I don't care if it's like I hit him up at midnight or 2. He, still, he comes in. Hey, I need you tomorrow. A fight junkie's coming. Can you come? He, he's 30 minutes early yelling at me that I'm late, and he's fired up. And I'm like, oh, my Bro, God. We'll be, Always at, like we'll be that. at a UFC event, like a PPV 280, whatever. It doesn't matter what it's at. And this guy is down there on his phone, screaming into his phone, Dana! He's, like, sitting at the octagon. Dana! And everyone's just going, dude, what? And he's just going Do you? Off. He follows you on Instagram? He started following me on Instagram because I went on a rant. Uh, I believe it was your podcast, correct? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, I was Though on the, you shared it, right? Fight Junkies really? podcast on your story, I think. When yeah, he went, when you. He, yeah, yeah. The and the I, clip about um, Dana. He doesn't even follow it. me. I ex I explained. He follows that. Action Junkies. He doesn't follow me. He follows you in real life. <laughs> <laughs> I, I believe that Dana's contribution to society will not be understood for decades, if not years, because. Dana went first during, and I call it the lockdown because that's what it yeah. was. It was a lockdown. Yeah. There's a separate thing that went out and made some people sick, and that was overplayed so that people in charge could take um, a lot of freedom away from us for yeah. whatever their reason was. And Dana went first, and had Dana not gone first, no one else was going to go first. And I further explained that by him going first and setting an example, and when they went and everyone saw sports on TV, that's what started the chain reaction of everything unlocking. So without Dana going first, who knows what they would have done. I went on a rant about that, and someone put it in front of Dana, and then he started following me, right? And I really believe that. That, yep. Like he doesn't get enough credit for that. We're I all we're all walking around free, right? Like we're free because somebody had to be number one, yeah. and he went first. He didn't fire anybody, right? And so when people are like, "Oh, bro, why do you wear a UFC hat? You're not in the UFC." I'm like, "Dude, I'm dressing for the job I want. I'm aligning myself <laughs> with the right people. Oh my right? God. I'm going straight to the top. You can get on or get lost. I don't care, bro. But I know my vision. I know who I'm aligned with. I love freedom. I love America. I love my family. I love my country. I love." Of barbecues and t-ball let's go oh i fucking love this guy <laughs> i told you i knew it you're welcome <laughs> oh my god yeah we have to make this happen we have to make this happen tomorrow what an amazing story that we we'll have be. to make this happen tomorrow right now i gotta go win fights you know what i mean so like like to me that's like the major part of it right like i get i'm good on the mic i'm charismatic charming handsome god-given jawline you know what i mean <laughs> all that right like let me take off my dolce and gabbana fanny pack right before i start going crazy right. but um you know in addition to that the bottom line is that people get all this confused they think this is what it's about in my head i'm like dude yesterday taught a private lesson right lifted weights 
then went straight into pro practice, did every round in pro practice, then taught my ex-girlfriend a private lesson who has won two fights in the PFL, and then I went into no-gi with Dennis Davis, and then after that, I did amateur practice. So I'm keeping the number one thing, the number one thing, which is martial arts, and being very, very capable to protect myself and stop someone else inside the octagon. Because no matter how good you are on the mic, no matter how charismatic and handsome you are, no matter how charming, intelligent, right, uh, blessed by the universe, and everyone in the clouds and the stars above, right? That you still have to win fights. Yeah. Right. And I'm keeping true. that the main thing. So true. Speaking of which, uh, McGregor and Chandler, who do you think wins that fight? McGregor is going to slice through that man, as he said, like a chainsaw through butter, right? I agree. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I believe Mike Chandler is uh, an awesome I love individual. Chandler. Right. Yeah. He's a great guy. I've yeah. seen a lot of his stuff. Um, and in terms of like a person, he's amazing. I just don't think that he is quite as developed tactically and technically as McGregor is. Yeah. And there's a skill gap that can't be overcome by raw power. I think it's going to look like the Eddie Alvarez fight. Uh, that's my favorite fight in human history. Yeah. That I was not involved in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I watched that on repeat, on repeat, on repeat. Did um, you watch the documentary that came out last night? I, I watched or that documentary last night. I yeah, was up until four in the morning watching it. Me I'm too. in it. You are? I'm in it. Wait, oh, wow. how did I miss this? Yeah, 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 an extra. You can see me standing on the side when they're like, they got my phone was blowing up. They're like, bro, you're in Connor's talk. I must say, was it when I was like when we were hugging or like when we were talking or like when we were rapping out? And they're like, no, bro, like you were like sitting in there with your camera, like you know, like a little fan <laughs> <Just boy>. hanging <laughs> out. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, oh, dude, send it to me. And yeah, yeah. When, that, what awesome. part? When when? So when he okay, so uh, we had really good seats. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Dana. Um, when he was coming out. And cursing the world. Yeah. And he was on the stretcher. He was coming. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. He was like, like, you know. Yeah. Fist bump. Get him really? next time. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So. Yeah. Um, if it doesn't go Connor's way, where do you think, what happens? With, like you would just, to your point, you were like, you have to win. You have to win. Do you think it hurts Connor, the brand? Do you think he, does he fight again? Fights again, right? Even if he loses? I, I would say that. Connor has an opportunity to generate revenue for the company and he has a competitive fire, which doesn't just dissipate. Mm -hmm. So I think on two levels, those are two signs that are pointing to him fighting, but I don't believe that he will lose. I believe he will win. Me too. And I believe that um, he will probably smoke this man in impressive fashion just because of a stylistic matchup. He's seen Michael Chandler hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times. Michael Chandler yeah. has never seen a Conor McGregor. Right. And that, that to me is one of the, one of the main differences as well, because as you make stylistic adjustments in mm -hmm. the fight, if you've seen a boxer wrestler, they, they just are various levels of power and yeah. they have, they have a different attribute. Oh, uh, Chandler's got a good front kick. You know what I mean? Okay, well, I just avoid that, and then it's back to boxing right. wrestler. Whereas Connor can fight in many ways, and he has many tools and tactics that um, I believe that are probably hard to quantify or replicate in the gym. I do hope he goes back to old Connor and uses footwork more than he has like the last, you know, three three fights or four fights because he's he's. I think ever since the Floyd fight, he stands in the pocket too much and and gets in these like, like like. Boxing wars, karate two front leg Connor. heavy, you know. Yeah. Right, go back to karate stance, yeah, Connor. Right, that's in and out, fights, in and out, like Connor. I, yeah. I like, I like spinning heel kick, Connor. That's leading you into the left hand. Totally, you know what I mean. Like that's my favorite version of Connor. Yep. Um, and Connor is excellent at range management yep. and being right at the end of punches. If you watch that Eddie Alvarez fight, like Eddie's punch 
grazes his nose, and yep. then Connor hits him with like a four piece and a biscuit. And every you know shot I mean? landed. Right, yeah. Same yeah. with Aldo. And, and Same with Aldo. So yeah. I, I'm not sure how much you guys have ever hit anything, but that is incredibly challenging to have that level of accuracy 100%. on a falling, semi-conscious opponent. Right? 100%. Yeah, right. So Connor is a very, very special individual. Yeah. And he fights well moving backwards, right. which is always dangerous. You know? Right. And and I believe that if he fights in that manner and Michael Chandler comes forward, it may look similar to yeah. Eddie Alvarez or even the Jose Aldo fight. Yeah, I agree. Right? Yeah. Um, you know what's really exciting to me that most casuals won't probably know? Tony Ferguson's fighting Bobby Green. I saw that in, in, oh, in Salt Lake City. Uh, Salt Lake City. The Salt Lake City card is legit. 291. Yeah. Is that what that is? 291. Yeah. yeah. I just I brought that up yeah. because I'm I think it might be his Ferguson's last fight. I mean, I said this the, the last three fights that it was gonna be Ferguson's last fight. I mm. it needs to be. Um yeah. it's it's over. And that's not me knocking uh Tony Ferguson. It's just it's the it's time, like you can tell, right? Don't you think? Like, well, yeah, and so some people take uh, he's a legend. He almost sent Chandler to fight circus last time though. I mean, he, right. he was... He was he beating was, the hell out of him first round. I was at that was, fight in Arizona. He, he was putting it on him. Like, I, I literally sat... I love Tony. Tony's a good friend of mine. I, yeah. sat, I sat my cup down, and I was like, thank you, God. It's, it's, I could see where it's going. That was a Hail Mary. I mean... I, I don't know. I just, and I'm not saying yeah. that because I like Tony, but it was a Hail Mary. Yeah, he was butchered. He was, he, he was butchered. Yeah, Chandler was heading for fight circus after that fight. It was happening. <laughs> High requirement. He was there. How do you go out and do like, uh, not just marketing, but like, is are you actively out there looking for like guys that just left UFC or Bellator or like more characters or like anybody with balls to get in there? Like, Well, I think the dynamic of that is changing. I think that, you know, we love engaging characters. You know, we love to... F- Find the guy that's six foot eight that looks like Kareem Abdul Jabbar that's going to fight, you know, the five foot two Bruce Lee, and they're in the same weight class, and right? They, they match up well, and that's a, just a striking, Excellent. striking yeah. contrast, to, you know, stuff like that. So it, it becomes a little bit of a challenge. This isn't just throw people in and let them go. I know it sometimes right. it seems like that. <laughs> right. Circus, there is some the, thought behind the, it. The, you know, yeah. the, the fight circus, there's a genius thought. There's a right. throw it on the wall and let it go. But like you know, if yeah, if we were sitting in here and we had an X's and O. Game plan, it could you know cartoon it and draw it up, yeah. and, and then what it what we think it's going to look like and what it turns out like is, you know, remains <laughs> to be seen. But that's the beauty of it. It's exciting so, stuff. Yeah. It sounds oh, tr- so exciting. Trust me, trust me. <laughs> and some of the guys, and so we get DM'd. I mean, my inbox is full of people just sending me like you know, dude, like doing like um some like little skit like things shown for Fight Circus and like they would like they want to perform and these guys aren't just like dude check this out I just knocked this dude out this dude's like I'm spinning pizzas right <laughs> like Luigi what he's spinning pizzas and no bullshit I'm gonna show you afterwards in fighting I'm like I want those kind of DMs if right. you can do that like <laughs> send me a message you know yeah it's Doc like, Ock showed me one of the guys and um the the video in the DMs is literally just a guy hitting himself in the head with a trash can lid right like i want to be a fight star because he's just beating himself we're like uh, i don't know if that's what we're looking for but right. you know but at least yeah, you don't know he can take a lid to the head pe- you know? at least at, <laughs> least, lid pe- the lid. at least people have they understand the product yeah and they understand it creates a whole new world there's a lot of characters out there that i'm not kidding you win lose or draw we want to see him yeah we want to see him and, and look dana's got a product it's the purest product in 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 in, in camp yeah you know? and there's other guys that are coming up behind him that are 
creating some amazing products. L that's great. Let those guys have the amazing products. I want the other product. Yeah. You I want, want the, the circus. I want the coal. Yeah. Give me the coal and let me polish that thing up and mine it. And then we'll turn it into a diamond. Uh, John is John Nutt. You're going to learn. I mean, the guy is already a household name, but he is notorious for turning you know, coal and a diamond. So yeah. he's going to do it again. It's good stuff. Yeah. When's the next event? So right now, actually, uh, I was just telling you earlier, right now we have, they flew John and uh, one of our creative directors to the O2 in London. Okay. And so there's a BKB fight. Those guys, got, we got great relationship with a lot of people. Those guys are out there presenting a couple fights and, and it was great. Those guys were cool enough to say, hey, this fight right here is a little bit unique. It matches your guys' fight style. Why don't you guys come out here? We'll fly you out to the O2 Arena and you guys can present the fight. In my opinion, that's a, a pound of respect that like, yeah. And so, yeah, they're out and they're out there doing On that. the business side, I'm just curious, like, uh, how many people work at a company like Fight Circus? Oh, dude, you'd be and did you go raise money for this or you funded this? I funded it. You funded it. Yeah. Wow. Well, let's just say this. There's been, there's two funding sources, right? But I can tell you this, that like this thing, if you saw how many people, and, and when I say this, I'm just going to just call it what it is, three or four had put out so much content and so now we're beefed up and, um, yeah, man, it's just, it's crazy how much has been done with how little, That's I guess great. the best way to say it. Yeah. So, I mean, bare well, knuckle, David Feldman, he said that he put his house on the market like, or he remortgaged his like house that. for like, the last cart. Just going all in on yourself. There's yeah, man. Better. I'm trying not to get to that point. So if you're out yeah. there and you got your sponsor and you want to throw, we got some great sponsors coming up too. So it's getting, you know, it gets yeah. sketchy. You're looking at it and you're sure. like praying to God. You're, you, I know what I think. Yeah, because it's know. not cheap to put on an event, no matter what scale the event is. No, well, even the cheap. Fertitta story, right? For well, sure. Right. They're just they're just pouring money into this thing. Right. And will it hit or they not? They told Dana, sell right. it. Yeah, and see then, what she can get for it. And then the very next morning, you know, he calls like, him up and he's like, fuck it, let's do it. Yeah, right. And then the Ultimate Fighter came and now it's the biggest, fastest growing sport on the planet. Yeah. You know, and maybe, hypothetically speaking, Fight Circus might be the fastest growing entertainment, you know. For sure product on the planet we, right? we went against i didn't know this we're like this is how we do it. we sit in our little war room we i'm tuning in with thailand and then next thing you know we got our pen and a piece of paper on a calendar out and we start penciling we're like cool ufc's not going that night let's yeah. go and it, and it was not like we don't want to go on the night where they're going because we're a different product but all of a sudden afterwards we booked it we're, we're yeah. locked and loaded we got fighters we got flights we got all this stuff going on yeah and then we're like holy shit dude did you see what we just booked? We booked, we're like WrestleMania. We're like booked against WrestleMania. That's and guess insane. what? We got our piece of, That's we, great. we got our piece of the action and, I, and a much marginal the right. cost comparison. Listen, for sure. If you're taking, looking at the ROI. profit margins there. Dude, with you. if you're yeah, looking yeah, at yeah. ROI, I'm looking at Fight Circus. Yeah, saying, you're running I lean. Like, I like that product. They're bootstrapped and yeah. like, I don't know how much they spent, but I know what we did and I know how much traffic oh, we got. My girlfriend's been bugging me. She wants to go to Thailand for like six years. So that's probably then, that's our move is we need to go to Thailand around an event. I'm looking at you. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> I'm, I want to go too, yep. Yeah, don't tell my girlfriend I'm going. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to Thailand. You're taking your girlfriend to Thailand. Right. Wow. No, actually, you know what? I will be taking my soon-to-be wife to Thailand. Um, it's yeah, man. It's it's magical, man. And if you're in the fight biz, yeah, it yeah. just seems so amazing over there. Wow. You know. So All I right. bet my wife would fight in fight circus. Oh, She's there's gangster. There's, right? there's, 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 hey, there, there's, I'm going to show you this afterwards. We did yeah. this. We did two on one female versus 
one female versus two females, two, two versus one, MMA symmetrical. And I've got to show you the meme that was made. It's got like 2 million views and it talks about, I'll show you afterwards, okay. dude. It's, it's amazing. Shit. Um, King David, thank you for coming in today. Hey, this thank was you fun. for having me. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. Definitely need to have you back. I promise you, verbally binding, I will talk to Dana White tomorrow, provided Ooh. that he's at the fight, which he should be. Uh, we have to make Contender Series happen. I mean, we, that's just the bottom line, Bobby, right? If, hey, listen, yes, if absolutely. I get smoked, I get smoked. Yeah. I'm, I'm willing to accept the consequences, and they are dire consequences, and I'm yeah. willing to walk in there anyway. I understand my age. I understand everything that yeah. you know somebody might see that's against me. And he likes uh, that right. storyline. He's he's given guys. I don't know what the oldest guy that's been signed off Contender is, um, but I know he's given guys in their 30s a shot, and I feel like right. he's given a 40-plus guy I feel like last year. He, he knows the... John, yeah. Oh. It well, happened. They signed a... You know, tell it's your story. Well, yeah. I'm, I don't know what story you're Well, you were saying that they had they tried a 40-year-old and oh, he okay. lost. And oh, Sean was okay. like, no, I don't want to do it again. Right, right. But, that was on but, the Ultimate Fighter, which... Oh, that was on Ultimate right. Fighter. Okay. Right. And so I, I feel like that's an excellent opportunity as well. I was, yeah. I was so freaking stoked. I'm, I'm yelling at Doc Ock. Yeah. Doc Ock, we're going to start the brand. We're going to exit for a hundred million. Yeah. Right. Like I've got like, like visions of grandeur in yeah. my head because I understand like there's, there's a, a, a blueprint that's been laid out for everybody um, where you can monetize outside of, you know, coming up with your handout, Dana, pay me more, right? Like there's a, yeah. like a huge opportunity. Um, and I was like, with the exposure that Connor is bringing to the show, it's on ESPN, but I'm going to go ape shit on camera. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, um, you know, they told me that, Hey, guess what? Remember how we said you're going like, you're not going. And then like, so it was like the huge roller coaster right. ride. Mm. And then the, the actual reasoning that I heard was that, uh, Sean had put someone on that was 42 the last season and well, he didn't do well. It's just the, um, and like you said, to your point, you know, at the end of the day, you do have to deliver in the, in the cage, right. but outside the cage, you absolutely deliver. Like you weren't on my radar screen until a couple weeks ago. You came in here. Now you're, you're a fan. I'm now a fan. I walked in today, George Carmona, host of gridiron junkies, a little hey shameless yo. plug Let's for gridiron junkies back Thank there. You. I walk in. First thing you said to me is you're going to love today's show. Boom. Right. It yeah. was. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you clearly have that that it factor. I appreciate now that. Now we just got to get you in the fucking cage. We just got to get it. Set. We got to make this happen. Now, okay. yeah, if now I can I, get in uh, the junkie's you, room with a cardboard. If you can <laughs> get in a Dana's office with hey, a cardboard oh sign. My God, let's go right now. Get a cardboard box. You know, we'll film this Surely right we can talk to Dana tomorrow and get get this guy a shot at contender series yeah absolutely you know and i'm not opposed to winning another fight in the interim or two fights or right. three fights or whatever i've got you're basically do, right? like, like tell me what i gotta do exactly yeah. right and and but you're already five and know your last five right you know in all finishes right knock all knockouts no all submissions but all I, submissions but so here's here's the thing I'm a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. Yeah. I have not shot a single takedown in my past five fights, and I've won every fight. So you're trying fight. to stand and bang. I, they take you to the ground like idiots, and you're like, okay. He's Charles Oliveira. Well, I, I've <laughs> even, I even asked my most recent opponent, why on earth would you shoot on me? Right? Like, you see every fight I've won, I've won by submission. And right. usually they're like debilitating injuries that send people to require immediate <laughs> medical guy. attention. Right? Like, no, I'm being, this is just, no, I know. This isn't, I'm just telling <laughs> right. the truth. I fought a You're guy just in Arizona. Out the facts. I broke that man's ribs. I fought a guy in North Dakota. That man, he, he got wrapped up like a mummy after the fight. I turned him into a pumpkin head because he was at my guard and I was butchering him with elbows. The next man, I broke his arm. He required six months leave from his job. 
and he had to do physical therapy. For, he was a six-in-one prospect. I broke that man's arm, and I broke him mentally. He hasn't won a fight since, right? The next fight, I go out there. I smoke another guy, cut his head open, and pop his arm. The last fight, I go, bro, you saw my record. Why, why, why on earth would you shoot on me? He's like, dude, I couldn't take another kick from you. <laughs> oh wow right you know what i mean and so i think that i have like this uh um, self-preservation in a right. roundabout way causes them to shoot right Let's and he, just get and, choked out <laughs> and so when we're talking about pre predator and prey primal behavior yeah. right you're going to default to your instincts he was a state champion wrestler right once he realized that he cannot sustain any more damage to his body he's going to try and preserve himself by yeah. getting on top and you know grappling which you know if we get back into primates primates tend to tend to climb on things so so we're uh pulling animals in a lot of way and so his his objective was to like grab me and hold me right and um yeah. you know that didn't work out well i finished that fight in 47 seconds and i'm not saying that guy was a world beater right right i'm just saying that in the it's room still 47 I'm, seconds i'm in a room with world beaters right. i know exactly where i'm at i'm at extreme couture right like right. i am working every day diligently to you're climb not delusional the right 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 i'm not saying i'm gonna go out and smoke uh, Kamzat Chemaev tomorrow, right? right. But what I am saying is that at the proper weight class, there are people who I will smoke in the UFC right now, and I will work my way up the ladder, despite being good on the mic, despite being amazing on camera. I'll start at the bottom. Is there currently... I'll fight the janitor, bro. Like, I'm, I'm not above that, right? right? Like, I'll start wherever I need to start. Anyway. Is there start. currently a guy in the top 15 as a 45er in the UFC that you think you could beat? Well, I mean, it would depend. So there are people at 35 who are in the top five of the world who I am confident that I will beat based on our training sessions. The the And that's why, like, the UFC API is a blessing. I'm not even sure what weight. I know I can make 45. I was mm -hmm. 158 pounds eating chicken wings with my guy Doc Ock at Hooters, right? right. And then, like, <laughs> I, I weighed 158. I cut to 150. I made that. That's not a problem. So if I was on the proper nutrition and everything like that, um, I, I believe I might be able to go as low as 35 where Al Jermaine Sterling walks around at 171 pounds with abs, right? I don't even have abs at like 65. So I, I could get much leaner. Um, and there are people who I have gone with that are very, very, um, skilled and competing at the highest level that, um, I believe I do amazing against, you know, and, and that's like multiple rounds against them. And then there's right. just patterns that you see like, Oh, right. you know, let's say, let's say you've gone 25 rounds with somebody and you've, you won, know, you've you, won 20 of them. Right. And you finish them. Right. right? Like. You remember when Dana said, I don't know if this kid can fight, but if he could fight a little bit, yes. he's going to be the next star. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. He reminds me of that moment. Yeah, agreed. All right, man. Well, thank you so much, for both of you, for coming in today. And uh, this was a lot of fun. We're going to see Dana tomorrow at the fight, and let's see what, see what we can do, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I, I appreciate that. And yeah. in, 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 I'm not even saying do that. Right. I, no, I, I know you're not. I'm going to go gut a man like a fish, bro. <laughs> like, like, I'm excited. I'll put the work in, right? Like, right. like let's the get wook. I, I put in the wook. I enjoy getting paid to beat these men up, right? Like, it's, it's not a, oh, a problem for me. I, I find it fun, and I love to do it. I love martial arts. I'm on the mat, whether I'm got a fight coming up or not and this is what i'm passionate about it's my number one life-saving passion in the entire existence of my 42 biological of my chronological years you know what i mean yeah that like this is my mission in life
It's good shit. Uh, all right. Uh, make sure you follow Fight Junkies. Check out what Bobby's doing over there. Just hit the the podcasting scene. Has it been, um, what is it, two months? How long has it been yeah, so far? A little, what, 10 weeks? 10 weeks. And uh, make sure you follow, follow Gridiron Junkies. Football season is right around the corner. I know oh, Carmona's pumped. Here. It's always here. Going to get Marcus Allen on episode one this year. That's my goal for you, Carmona. Oh. Episode one. I'm telling you that now. That's that's my goal for you. All right. All right. Uh, and then I don't know how you end the show, but just. Well, can but, I also oh, say follow go. Action Junkies podcast. Oh, all right. We'll take it. Hey. Comment below. And if you really, really like this episode, watch it back because the algorithm loves watch time. Yeah. You know what and, I mean? and get used to hearing me talk about fight circus yeah. all over fight junkies. And hey. if, you, if you want to see King David in uh, the UFC and the contender series, send uh, Dana White a DM. Dana, right now. stop the bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> all right, George, stop the show. Stop the bleeding. It's over. <laughs> Love you guys.